Welcome to the Strap It Down White Sox Therapy Podcast. It's August 24th. This is Suds. I got Schwab. JT's back tonight. Gentlemen, what's going on? I mean, it's been it's been a rough couple months. <laughs> <laughs> and let's not even like and that's not even mentioning the last week. I mean, we, well, we've well be- said the I White Sox have become a, a national laughing stock, just like the White Sox do. Uh, it's it's one of those where, you know, you hear good news and they make sure to follow it up with, uh, "Hey, Tony's going to advise us on this," and it's just, it's such a it's such a shit show. <laughs> Speaking of Tony advising Jerry, for those of you listening, this show is sponsored by disgruntled fans. Get yourself the Team Jerry shirts now. Get well, check it out. I'm going to post the link to this episode <laughs> on the podcast. I mean, what what more needs to be said? We're excited about the news. Obviously, everyone listening knows about the news that happened. Was that Monday or Tuesday? Tuesday afternoon. Rick and Kenny are out. I, I refreshing is a great feeling. But then tell me about it, Schwad. I like it was. It, it's one of those things where it's it's so obvious that they should be fired that you're almost shocked the White Sox did the obvious move, and then you know Jerry. Jerry never won to uh, to to fail to ruin a good time. The the Bob Nightingale tweets come out that expected to hire Chris Getz with uh, <laughs> what's his face Dayton Moore Dayton Moore, Moore. In, is an executive and and I, and Tony is is advising. It's just All right, so I, I just want to tell you guys how, how my week how my week went. So Monday at 6, oh, 6.36 p.m., I get a picture sent in a White Sox group text <laughs> of Tony LaRusa talking to the Cardinals broadcaster. And he looks like he just arose from the dead. <laughs> that was at their Hall of Fame weekend, I think. So the Cardinals, I mean, he, the guy is like three feet from, from falling in the grave. I, when I saw that picture, I I could not believe it. He was I, managing. Let, let alone he was managing our team eighteen months ago. That that was my first. Less thought. than eight months. Eight, 18, yeah. twelve months ago. That was my first thought. I couldn't. I I could not believe how bad he looked. And like he looked bad when he was with the Sox, but he looked awful. I like, mean, he, I think I, it did. Like, I think it old. did come out that he had cancer. Yeah. So it sounds like know. he's better, which is good. Obviously, yeah. we don't wish that on anyone, but. You know, you see that picture, he's managing the team, and then three days later you find out that he's advising. Well, no, so that right. that was Monday at oh, 6.36 okay. oh, yeah. right. p.m. Right. All right. Give me the timeline. So then, so then Tuesday at 10.05 a.m., I sent a recap to my friends. <laughs> Luis Castillo throws 47 yeah, yeah, straight fastballs. That was just Tuesday. silly. <laughs> so this is my Monday and Tuesday morning. Like that's how the week starts, in, in, in the White Sox world, that's normal. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then at six oh nine p.m., I get a text. They canned Rick and Kenny. And so it was Tuesday night. 
Yeah. yeah. Tuesday night, uh, the tweet went out. The White Sox tweet went out at 5.45 p.m. Yeah. I heard it about I was 20 on the train. minutes later. I was on the train home. So Unbelievable. Rick and Kenny get canned. And at the very end of the release statement, yep. they said they're going to have someone ready to hire by the end of the year. That's the crazy part, right? Like... So they already know who it's gonna be. That's you think? that's that's the scary part. Unless it, a search doesn't take a month, does it? I guess it probably could. Uh, I don't know if like, and I, I think I was listening to the radio this morning, and they mentioned this like, if you're the, and this is one of the things that this angers me with the Bears, this angers me with the Bulls, this angers me. The Bears angers, are good now. The Bears have competent ownership. Right. Oh, easy with the competent got, ownership. Uh, they have a competent president. Right, yeah, okay. a competent president. But wow. like this is Brett, this is one of my big. But the issues owners with, knew when to step away and hand it off. I dude, let's. But this is one of my big issues on the with sports, right? With these owners, you have these guys who are multimillionaires, who in theory should have some time to like become experts on their sport, and as soon as they fire someone, let's bring in a search firm. Yeah. Like. Jerry, you've been the Sox owner for a long-ass time. You should have some idea what you're looking for and not need to call in former White Sox guys you fired <laughs> to be on some interview panel to fucking talk to people. Like, it's when the Bears hired uh, Ernie, was it Ernie Corsi? Um, to take oh, you know the watch doing this, well, yeah, yeah, the Giants yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah they've been right, using Jim Boylan on sports yeah. talk radio. So. Oh, <laughs> that's your first problem. But like, you should have some idea of your sport to have an idea of who are the top candidates, and then be able to like interview guys at a high enough competency level that you're able to hire someone without having to call a search firm and get their ideas because that turns into the good old boys network. Yeah. Where it's like, I know this guy from this job. Yep. I'm going to suggest him because he's going to hire me or he's going to hire my boys and we're going to keep the circle going around. Like, have some idea of what's going on. This isn't terribly difficult in baseball. He's 87 years old. There are a handful of franchises 80, that are Hold on. He's 87 else. years old. Do you really think he wants to meet new people? He wants to talk to who he's I think he wants to sell the damn to, team. And that's why Tony's back as a consultant. He he does want to sell the team. This team Listen. I'm making a prediction right here, right now. The team will be sold by December thirty first, two thousand twenty five. Really? I think I don't it's sold think so. in the next two years. I, the, the I, Reinsdorf, I pray the that's the case. Are using, the Reinsdorf's are using venture capital money to go out and buy up minority shares. Jerry does not want to do another stadium negotiation at 87 or 88 years old or 89 years old. And they don't want to keep it in the family. Why would they not sell? Also, so, dude, they are not going anywhere else but the city of Chicago. What about Arlington Heights? How about that complex? Bears, so, White Sox. Okay, Chica- how sick greater Chicagoland be? area. There's no going in Nashville. If or, they go to Nat, it's just not happening. I don't even want to like put that thought in my head because it makes no, makes I me so to, sick to I my stomach. I wanted to dispel the notion right here and now because yeah. the, the Major League Baseball wants to go to 32 teams, and they're not going to take a team out of the third biggest market in the country. Yeah, it doesn't It's just sense. not going to happen. But but you have owners that are jerk. I mean, think, think about what's happening in Oakland right now. Jerry could do that. You know what bothered me the most about the Nashville rumor? 
And this is why I'm just, I, I've been done with Jerry, and this is why I'm just completely, I, like, I can't even stomach the thought of the guy, is those articles came out, what was that? Was that, like, Wednesday or Thursday when they were, the rumor that they were going to move to Nashville? Yeah. yeah. If I'm the owner, I'm coming out and saying no, absolutely not. I, like, I get he wants to use it as negotiating power for the stadium, but you could do that, you could do that with different locations in Chicago. Okay. So I just learned this with work. If you open up a multi-state, if there's an actual competitive bid, the state itself is allowed to give you money. The state of Illinois, I don't know how it works in other states, but the state of Illinois is allowed to give you money if it's a multi-state competitive bid. If it's To keep them in Illinois. Correct. So you think it's so purely... Unless, unless you open it up to an outside state where they could potentially take it away, the state of Illinois is not able to give you money based on their current laws. I mean, could they make exemptions for professional sports teams? I'm sure. Yeah. But who knows with this government. And But the city of Chicago would be on the hook for it entirely. So this is his way of opening it up to a multi-state bid. And so that's... Yeah, sure. Okay. To save a few bucks. But to be honest, like, I still, I don't... Like, for how loyal the White Sox... The White Sox fan base is such a strong fan base that what we've had to put up with since 2005 and for him to just let that rumor sit out there and not address it at all just really just rubs me the wrong way when you earlier in the week right when this starts when this started to come out they were talking about when he did this with tampa yeah um and he like he is he's a guy like multiple quotes on it where he needed where he admits that he needed to make them think that tampa was a real option to get the stadium deal. And then I forget I forget who it was, but you know, it was essentially like Jerry made such a strong play for Tampa where Tampa could have sued Major League Baseball. Like Major League Baseball put the Rays in Tampa so they couldn't get sued. Yeah. Cuz they built Tropicana yeah, under the Jared. premise that the Sox were coming there. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. then it was like we have to put a team there so we don't get sued for misleading them so much. Yeah. Well, that's why I just I I mean I hate Jerry. I'm sorry. Like you don't if if Jerry took the White Sox from me, then not, baseball would be dead to me. I wouldn't switch to any team. I'd stop watching. Completely. I saw that tweet. They're like, if if the Sox moved to Nashville, would you still would you root for the Cubs or the Sox? First off, like, I wouldn't root for either of them. Yeah, I would. I would, I would play fantasy yeah. baseball. No, and that would be the extent of my. Ba- I wouldn't watch baseball games. I'd be dead. Baseball would be dead to me. Right, it'd be done. I would. I would have be zero interest in, in sport. Mentally, I'd be in a very. Unless the Cubs signed Shohei, <laughs> dude. JT's been floating this. You yeah, know, he's JT been texting is, about the flubs. J, JT is. Very, I need help. Uh, this is White Sox therapy. God, he's very. This is, he's very, this is what they've done Cubs to me friendly. this year. The, seriously, JT. If, if, wow. If if the Cubs. Whole TV situation wasn't so fucked up. I would watch Cubs games this year. I heard JT's. uh, I heard JT's alarm is go Cubs go. (laughs) Oh my god! The last thing I would. This is what they're doing to me though. I have motherfucked. I have motherfucked the Cubs for so long for my entire life. No, I wouldn't do it. And and this is this is where I'm at in life right now. Dude, pull the trigger. I'd rather be. I'd rather be (laughs) six feet under than a group for that team. Mm. Pull it. Mm, do it, Schwab. Deadly stock stop. Um, <laughs> I, I'm serious, dude. When we, like, when no, we gave I, up that Morel home run, I, would, I was I we're 30 games under. I was so I got yelled at by my wife, by Mish, like 
five times, and I was so Could you please mad. Shut up. The kids are sleeping. It was your World Series. It was our. I it was our World Series. It's a World Series. It's just the, the whole thing makes me. No, sick. dude, it's it's the whole thing is it's nuts, man. I we've had this talk, right? It's it's such a it's such a shit show. Um, it's ridiculous. I want I want to point out like when Tui was saying that you know the Tony is the advisor. I'm interested to see if the, we ever get any truth on that because McGuffey says it's not true, and McGuffey's been dropping some about Tony being an oh, advisor on yeah. this hire. Okay, yeah, so okay. but McGuffey's even, been dropping even some if fucking he's not bombs an right now. Advisor, you know Jerry's he, talking. About. Oh, for sure. I mean, and Jerry he, takes. And if his he's opinion. got Jerry's ear, it means he's an advisor. And you yeah. know he's got Jerry's ear. So what I want to talk about the timing of the firing, like why now? Thirty. Yeah. Fi- 30 years since Kenny was hired, 20 years since Rick was over 20 years and over 30 years. So over 50 years of experience between the two with the organization. No accountability for the last 10 years of horse shit that we've watched. Like, why now? Because I never thought I'd see it happen in my lifetime. It's very or similar. At least, at least well, uh, my yeah, lifetime maybe. But like, not in, Jerry was going to sell the team before he was going to fire Rick and Kenny. What do you think, Schwab? It's very similar to the Bulls with the Garpax foreman. Okay, but yeah. Michael was in charge. No, this was you're talking about recently, right? When Garpax got when, when Garpax got fired. Yeah, but when Garpax it, it got was, fired, it, Michael was it taking was, over. It was the turn oh, of, Michael Reinsdorf. It was Michael Reinsdorf. No. Yeah, no, it was sorry. it was the turn of Michael Re- Michael Reinsdorf. But it but it's still very similar. Where it was again, I you know, I don't know how much I actually believe Michael is. I think Michael now maybe, but I think Michael still needs to get his dad's blessing. Dude, to did you? Uh, sorry to interrupt point. you there. I just heard. I got a text message. I don't know if this is true or not. We gotta validate it. But somebody told me that Jerry Reinsdorf hasn't been to a Bulls game in twelve years. That doesn't. I mean, that, there's no way that's that. Possible. That seems hard to believe, but it also twelve years. I mean, Rose is the MVP in '08. I mean that. So that would have been. I mean, it kind of lines up with how shitty they've been for the last. Yeah, I mean, twelve. I mean, they've they've been bad for a, a while. So I don't for I don't see it as like completely unbelievable. But Jerry's always said that like baseball is his love. The bull the Bulls are the business. Baseball is is his love. Well, and they were saying on the score this week. Shout out to those guys because they were outstanding all week. I mean, talk about a great sports radio week for sure. But. They were saying that Jerry's going to keep the Bulls because there's a salary cap, and he's going to sell the White Sox because there's not. That's always been the talk, <laughs> though. Is that like ridiculous? Is that not a great fucking line? Like oh. it's just so like it's just outstanding. And you're sitting there as a listener, and you're like, it's absolutely true. Like yeah, it's an absurd statement, but that imagine, is one hundred percent Imagine true. being a billionaire, and that's like your reasoning for selling a team versus another. It's like. But Dude. see, that, that's the thing is Jerry's not a billionaire. He's a billionaire because of the Bulls and the White Sox. Like he, yeah, but he I got think great it, deals, and this is he made his money in professional sports. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he had money before, but not the money that these guys, not the money that Steve Cohen's got, or but if the guy so, in San Diego, the, these new money owners. Yeah, Jerry's the old, the one of the last of the old guard, and once he's gone, like. Yeah, we got to be able to spend with the rest of the league. 
we're, we're well aware because he tried to collude the other owners into yeah. that spending. He didn't want he didn't want Cohen in. I mean, right. case in point. <laughs> but, I mean, that's that that's been the talk for forever. Is that Jerry's said the Ryan Storrs should continue on the Bulls, but when Jerry passes, the sell those socks. Yeah. Okay. But I still, Swabby, I just still don't think you answered my question. Why now? Why did he fire him now? Oh, again, I don't. I it, it blows my mind. But I think, I I don't know. I, I think maybe I think, the fans like he's finally like the realizing the fans have had enough. Maybe. Here's, but here, so here's the thing, right? right? I agree with that. If he hires somebody other than Chris Gatz, if he hires Chris Gatz, yeah, it clearly was not a. You know, listening to re- realizing that. Nobody's gonna fucking show up if he fucking continues this shit show. But if he hires guts, that's gonna. No it's gonna it's Tony all over again. It's honestly, literally everybody was happy that Ricky got it's a, fired. It's a younger version of. Honestly, I think I would have rather him never fire Rick and Kenny. Oh, totally. Than for him to fire Rick and Kenny and then hire Chris. Yeah, because now we're like Chris Gats is gonna be, get how many is, years, dude? I I was because then you're gonna put me through this entire emotional again, roller coaster of of what. For what? Dude, divorce is seriously on the table. <laughs> I mean, and let's look, I've heard Chris Getz is a is a great guy. Like honestly, I liked him when he played for the White Sox. He was a scrappy little second baseman. Yeah. You, I, like I never had a problem with him, but he's resided over a player development program or the minor leagues, which has produced nothing. We heard Oscar Colas was ready to go at the beginning of the season. Two months in, he's down in AAA. I mean, we haven't produced. Who have we a, developed? We haven't, have we we haven't developed? developed a guy outside of the first round. Gavin Sheets is a second rounder. Yep. Jake Berger was sec- third round in the No, Gavin no, no, Sh- no. Berger was Berger's like 10th overall. Berger, okay, Berger, Berger was first Berger round was, before. Was a high pick. Yeah. So it went Berger, then Sheets. That's right. Yeah. I mean, we haven't developed a guy out of the third round on. But like okay, but further, so and like, you're gonna promote, I, I, yeah, but so I don't even want to talk about the but stars. But you're then like, gonna promote that guy who's done yeah, such no, an incredible I, job. I agree. Be yeah. president of baseball operations? Are you fucking kidding me? Or GM? Well, that's the thing. Is like he is woefully uh, unprepared to be unqualified, underqualified, unqualified yeah, to, unqualified. Be pre- to be president of ops. I mean, like GM would be a stretch, but like depending on. If he's GM and the president of baseball ops is a Theo, then fine because we know Theo's actually fucking pulling the pulling the trigger. But if it's Dayton Moore as the president of baseball ops and gets the GM, that's a fucking shit show. And let's uh, and so we heard so Bob Nightingale came out with a tweet that said Nightingale, Bob, An- another guy, speech. another guy that makes me sick to Jerry. my stomach. Oh my and god! So he comes out and he says the White Sox are likely to hire Chris Getz as GM and Dayton Moore as president of baseball operations. Do you know who absolutely loves Dayton Moore? Who's told Jerry he's one of his favorite people in baseball? Tony. Tony Lewis. <laughs> hey, as I've said since this pod has begun, we're, it all goes back to we can't get, do you know who we're, used we're living in a nightmare. Do you know who used do you know who who used to work for Dayton Moore? Tony. Pedro Grafal. Oh, I was hoping so, Tony. Chris Getz played Dude, for, okay, stop. Chris, oh, Chris hold Getz on, played hold, hold for on. Him. Time out, time out. Chris time Getz out. played for him. Yeah. Pedro coached for him, and Dayton Moore was in charge of everything, and that's who we're going to bring. The Kansas time City White Sox. Top of the ALC, AL Central. 
not not the good organizations of the AL Central, but the the bottom feeder. All right, we we can go back to this whole de- debate because this is just gonna be an art show show where we where we vent all our grievances. We gotta talk about your boy fucking Pedro. Right, he's is, no longer my boy. JT's boy. JT's no longer my boy. JT's on record. Your, your on boy, record. your boy, Pedro. Okay, the last like, time dude I dude is a shit show. Okay, the last so the last time I was on, I was still reserving hope that oh, this team God. would some dude. I the gave last him time, like, I, I was the only one that mess. failed him no, at the break. The last time, I, the last time I was on, we were three and a half games out, two and a half, three games out. What are you smoking, dude? Give me. We were not. We were. Yes. The last time we were three hey, and a half out, it was the eighth I, game of hey, the year. The last time Tui was on, it was you know four months ago. We only played ten games. It's okay. <laughs> no, I I've missed. Two, I'm we were you, not three and a half out. It was with. Uh, no, when I said we were going to make Jim, the playoffs. The when last time I was Jim on. came on, we were we actually were on a little bit of a hot streak. I think that's when we beat the Yankees the first time. We swept the doubleheader, or got, maybe we split the doubleheader. A little bit out of hand. <laughs> How's the bench press doing? Yep. <laughs> that was a fun night. Um, that was back when we were at least competitive. <laughs> yeah, but that's—I think that's the last time I was on. No, you've been on since then. You no? haven't? Uh uh-uh. uh right, dude, he's a- J- JT's enjoying nights out. I'm sitting here <laughs> split my wrist watching the White Sox. <laughs> You're a married man. Ro- Two at Rosemary with Rick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so the last the last time I was we spoke when I defended Pedro, I was still holding. You were on up. after. That. I w- All right. Well, well regardless, that was the reason I was doing it. I can't believe, dude. The guy's a bum. I mean, Pedro, I play, pitching awful. Santos two innings last night to sit, yeah, the other night to so save the game bad. in a hundred degree heat. 100 Are degrees. you nuts? <laughs> Like, dude, you walk outside right now, you can't breathe. You try. You said, literally two weeks ago, you said, I'll do nothing to compromise the win of a Major League Baseball game. And you're throwing them out there for two innings in 100 degree heat. It's like, dude, the last thing you need to do right now is we're 30 games under 500. We have like one of the best young relievers in the league, and he's throwing them out two innings in 100 degrees. Time and place, baby. There he was, was a time and place. He was a waiver wire pickup at the beginning of the season. One, he's been the best story of the year. We talked about it. One of the best stories, for sure. And then the he gave up sto- the, the only good story. He gave up a walk off to Morel, which I'm still sick to myself. You know what was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen on television in my life? Nick Madrigal hitting a home run against us. <laughs> <laughs> This is literally the most disgusting thing I've ever witnessed. He's got a higher OPS than Mancata. I don't want to talk about it, dude. Oh my god, Nick I Madrigal mean, against against who? Schwab. You know who you went yard against? Uh, you're gonna have to help me out here. <laughs> Your guy. I stopped. Aaron. Yeah. Oh yeah, my guy Bum. Bummer. Bummer went from one home run or no home runs given up yeah. on the year to like three in like ten days. And. And Rick, Rick, didn't wanted, Rick didn't want to give up. Wouldn't. No, didn't. It wasn't he didn't want to. He would not trade him. Why Why do you let Rick? This is a serious question. Why do you let Rick and Kenny handle the deadline? Well, this is perfect segue because <laughs> I'm going to read two back-to-back tweets that were sent in our group chat this week. The first is Rick Hahn didn't want to trade Jake Berger. Kenny made the trade. <laughs> Two hours later, according to the cat man on ESPN 100, Rick Hahn tried to resign multiple times, but Chicago White Sox owner Jerry Reinsdorf told him that since he had several years left on his deal, 
he would not let him get a job with another team. So not is he only not not only is he not letting him do his job, but he's not letting him get another job. <laughs> well, like they were talking about on the score, Rick is probably on a four-day bender right now. He's blacked happy. out in his underwear. I mean, swimming God in does, a pool yeah. somewhere. Rick's taking a lot of heat. He did a terrible job, but hey, he's probably happy hey, right now. I hey, mean, you if I to, was him, I was like, thank God I'm out of there. You need to apologize to your boy. You tried to claim that he made that burger trade. Clearly, he did not. It was all your boy, Ken. You need to get a fire Ken shirt. Not fucking stop firing, firing Rick. Why did we never make up a, like a Gar Pax for Kenny and Rick? <laughs> yeah. The Three Stooges, Jerry, Rick, and Kenny. <laughs> Rick Kenny. <laughs> Dude, it's it's such Fire a... Rick Kenny. Like the, Rick, Jerry, and Kenny, the Three Stooges. came out where it was like, Kenny could make trades with two teams just without Rick's involvement. It's like, what the fuck is going on? It was pretty much confirmed did you by see... Kim from did the, she... the GM of... Yeah, uh, she did make that comment. Of the Marlins. But did you see the McGuffey quote where he was like, he made, he made some comment, and Kenny Williams... Calls him up and he's like, "Listen, motherfucker, I'm still in charge." <laughs> oh my! God. You want you want no shit? Said that to Rick. He told that to fucking McGuffey. What? When was yep. it, when did McGuffey he, say this? This week. This week, McGuffey's been on fire. McGuffey yeah, is, he's been, yeah. McGuffey is he's so mad. Is opening up the closet yeah. and sending everything. Yeah. He was like, he was I, Ken. Call, Kenny Williams called him, and was like, "I'm still in charge." I do love the one thing that's great about the White Sox is the post game show. <laughs> like, how, dude, Chuck, Ozzy, McGuffey, Pods, they go in. Like, they go I'm after very them. surprised. So they're employed by M- NBC Sports, right? I'll turn. I, I don't watch I, the game, but I will turn dude, on the post game show. Post-game the Sox are like the talk of like talking baseball. We're a nationwide like, territory. Like, they love it. It's like, this is the most dysfunctional. Yeah, dude, foul territory. They listen, love the White Sox. You haven't listened to Foul Territory. Do you normally? No. Uh, so you guys got to both stopped, start listening. I've it stopped is, listening to baseball. It is us. Listening to AJ talk is, first of all, I feel like he's one of my heroes because he taught me how to play the game of baseball right. Yeah, dude. AJ is the best. And like listening to him talk, he's still the same way. Like he puts himself in the shoes of a Sox fan. He'll, he'll make the right comments. Like, I love Jerry. Yeah. Nice guy ever. Kenny was very good to me. He gave me a World Series, brought me in. He goes, but if I'm a White Sox fan, right now, <laughs> yeah, and you're talking about Chris Getz, yeah, he said that. Well, yeah, I mean, more I, or less, sure, he's yeah. like, I'm not excited about this hire. How could you not? I mean, it's I mean, not, it's nothing against Chris Getz, dude, but are they going to do that to us? Are they really? There's yeah, no I think way, so. right? Dude, I was at work. I think it was like, it was one, uh, it was whenever night. It's like Nightingale makes me sick to my stomach. I, I mean, who doesn't? When Nightingale was tweeting that stuff, he pretty much said it was like more and so, and gets. I was I had this feeling in my stomach. I was like I was like going through a breakup, dude. You know, like the feeling in the stomach where you go through a breakup. You're like, I'm like, dude, I haven't felt this since like the last time I I broke up with I I since had a breakup 16. with a girl. I'm like, this is horrible. This is absolutely horrible because I was like. This is insanity. Like I can't go through this again. Like if I if I go through this again as a white See, doctor, why, then I'm asking. like mental health issues. So this is why I'm asking: Will they do it to us? Dude, or are they yes, gonna, yes, or are they, they will. Because the- we're idiots. <laughs> we're idiots, dude. We're are, we are the dumbest people on the planet. 
I almost Literally. hope they move to the Nashville just dude. so I don't have to deal with it anymore. Dude, we're so dumb. It's so sad. If they hire Chris Getz, I'd rather them go to Nashville. Like, imagine, no, like, imagine being an outside observer of like people. It's like basically a cult. Dude, like, I'm this getting is a cult. mocked constantly for people who are See, this is the worst Sox part. fans. I've been getting text Getz. messages from Cubs fans for like the last three They years. all love, oh, like, oh, love you're, just, you're hiring Getz? It's like, yes, I've already seen oh, the most embarrassing so thing much, about dude. a professional sports team in the news today. And I know yep. it's about the White Sox. Yep. You don't, I get it. You don't have to remind me. I fucking get it. It's so bad. It's like, what do you, and it's like, what do you want me to tell you? Like, we, we, we there's nothing, it's a, it's there's nothing that can be done because unless the owner is go, like gone, there's nothing we can do. All right, JT, you gotta, you gotta tweet. We're going to go around the horn here. Our guy, Jay Kuda. What did he post? It was about the next GM. Odds to be the next, so- next White Sox president slash GM. All right, so we got Chris Getz at plus 350. I don't know why. Honestly, that is great value right there. Yeah, I mean, it should be like minus 350. Yeah, yeah, good point. But he he did post this at midnight on Tuesday before (laughs) all the reports came out, so I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. on fire, man. I don't know how he thinks of this stuff. So Chris Getz plus 350, David Stearns plus 1,000. David Stearns is from the Brewers. I okay. had to look him up. Yeah, I, I didn't know who him. I didn't know who he was. He's the Brewers GM. Brewers guy. No, thank you. Um, you got Theo <laughs> at plus eighteen hundred. I would take Theo, Theo would in a never heartbeat. work for Jerry. There's Dude, no way. Theo would be so like thinking back of how much I thought Rick was dominating Theo with some of those trades. Like how the tables have turned for me. I would I would kill for Theo to be the guy. All right, so then we got AJ Przinsky at twenty five <laughs> plus twenty five hundred. <laughs> So, I mean, AJ said himself, he doesn't want a GM job. He wants a manager job. <laughs> I mean, it's so would you ridiculous. Would you take AJ to be the next manager? Over Getz, yes. No, manager. Oh, manager. Over, uh, over Pedro, yeah. yes. Well, well, yeah. Anybody well, up okay. to Pedro. No, but, like, seriously, would you, if... if Like, if it was, I, would I be... Because someone's going to have to If they came out and him hired him, would I be happier? Yeah. Upset? I'd be neutral. Because... I would be happy if it wasn't just for the catchers are always the best managers. Right. So that would be my take is like catchers are the best managers. I think AJ has a certain level of leadership and like not take bullshit. Yeah. That is that I'd be okay with now. Right. Like AJ's going to go in there and you know, the first time some guy doesn't hustle, like he might get in a fucking fist fight. Yeah. But. We kind of need it. I wouldn't hate it now. Things, that you say things that. are, are going to change. So I'm going to pause that there. It. I'm going to pause that there because we're going to look at what we want our roster, what we want our front office and managerial role to look like in a second. But so AJ's at plus 2,500. You got Hawk at plus, plus 9,000. Mm, I got thoughts. I don't think that one's going to I got thoughts. It wouldn't be the first time you took him out of the booth. I, I got <laughs> thoughts on Hawk. I haven't heard from Hawk in a while. I would if if Tony was still the manager, there's nothing I would love more than Hawk to get. I know hired this is a P- just to fire him again. I know this is a PMT thing, but it's Hawk. It's Hawk still alive, right? <laughs> yeah, he's still alive. Oh, Hawk's okay. Hawk's fucking ready. He's waiting for Jerry's call. He's watching uh, Walker Texas Rangers. We speak drinking <laughs> <laughs> vodka. All right, so this is where so we got Hawk at plus nine thousand, but this is where it gets good. 
We got Kane guy. Kane guy. Kane guy. At 150 to 1. Kane guy actually cracked me up. That was good. Kane guy is clearly the man. We got Rick Hahn in disguise (laughs) at 250 to 1. Heavy. Honestly, that is great value right there. That's my betting favorite. Eminem guy at plus 300 300 to 1. Bob Nightingale, 400 to 1. Bob Nightingale. Is the he, he he's the worst higher. reporter of all time? I dude, I listened to his interview on the score. I, I can can I go can I go second? Go, Bruce Levine, and then uh, <laughs> it's a it's it's at least we hear. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. Schwab, the funny the funny thing is the only time I really see Bob Nightingale come is come up in my life socks. is when there's <laughs> socks news in. Like, <laughs> it's even. horrible. It's like when there's embarrassing socks socks news. I know to turn on my Bob Nightingale notification. Bob Nightingale. <laughs> That's right. It's so Bob bad. Nightingale had to enlighten me that Tony was visiting all the affiliate sites. So you imagine <laughs> Tony flying to Charlotte, flying to Winston-Salem, going to Birmingham, just writing Keith, up a draft so scouting report. Keith Law had a had an article on The Athletic, and he he they were going through the draft picks so they weren't yeah, even ripping yeah i saw that one they were, they were going through the draft picks from the last 10 years and talking about how shitty they were basically <laughs> for the size. how conservative yes. and how like just yeah. what are you doing basically oh man and he talked about how they took a guy in the supplemental draft and i forget the guy's name but they're like yeah kenny's Kenny. no that wasn't supplemental draft that was uh, Keenan Walker. He was a first round pick. Oh, okay. Keenan Walker, yeah. I, that, I, that wasn't, so that Kenny, wasn't I literally draft. watched Keenan Walker play for the Dallas. Ke- so Kenny flew the down Chicago to Arizona, Dallas. saw him play one <laughs> saw him play one game and they sold they dra- that's why they drafted him. Yeah, and yeah. Kenny liked him in one night. <laughs> that dude was a first round pick. That was probably Keenan Walker was no joke playing for the dogs. I went to a Chicago <laughs> Dogs game and he was like batting fourth. <laughs> like this guy. <laughs> dude <laughs> All right, yes. so we got Bob Nightingale at 401, and then this is my favorite. We got Cascade the DJ <laughs> at 601. <laughs> and honestly, I wouldn't be surprised by anyone on the list. The, the White Sox should... That's how incompetent I think we all think the ownership is. The White Sox would be very good on Bravo. They're the... Dude... They are. We'd have better. We'd have better ratings than Real Housewives. Dude, it would be unbelievable if there was a reality show on the White Sox front office. That's a gold mine. I I could, dude. I might be the next Andy Cohen producing (laughs) that show. (laughs) You know they did the uh, they did the JUCO football show that I'm blanking on the name on Netflix. Oh yeah, it was uh, Second Chance You, right? Second Chance You or Last Chance You? Last Chance You. And then they changed Last Chance You to basketball and well, let, no one watched last chance you anymore do you, do you see you the, need to go hard knocks baseball yeah it's do hard the white socks it'd be gold mine but gold, but it's it's gold like, mine it's like nanny cam so they don't know that you're yeah listening. yeah <laughs> that's true they can't know about it just like just hide some cameras and and the replica world series trophy in rick's office this is that would be a gold mine, dude. Can you imagine if you had inside access to when Kenny made the burger trade? That dude, Rick, I would Rick's pay. Like, hold on, I'd hold, pay hold on, dude, he's hold on. under. I'm con- trying to trade Drake Burger. What, what do you mean I can't trade Drake Burger? Yeah, Rick, I I traded him. <laughs> what, what, huh? 
Suave, yeah, I, you, I traded him twenty minutes ago. When when did the White Sox have control over Jake Berger? It's like till twenty twenty nine. Well, that's what I heard on the score, but that, is that right? Silly. Yeah, I think it's right. Okay, so then why? He isn't it a full year of? Uh, yeah, this he's is his only, first full year of. He's basically actual, a rookie. What of actual are you rookie, doing? Actual, is is Kenny literally trying to give us the middle finger on the way out? Dude, dude, burgers. I mean, again, I, burgers. I, I, he's the only it. guy White Sox fans like. <laughs> he's on a 13-game hit trick. It just ended. But his, his OPS, he dude, he's, he's, he's dominating. He's been 450 for the Marlins. It's fucking silly. Been 450. And did then you he, see the first thing they did? It was Highest betting average in Marlin history. Yes, well, burgers. Yeah, what about what about his quote that I sent you guys two weeks ago? He gets done with like his second Marlins game ever. Yeah, he's like, a walk off. yeah, I forgot how much fun I could have on a baseball <laughs> when, field. When the Sox announced Kenny. Kenny and Rick being gone. Burger's wife liked it and Middleton's mom. Really? Yep. Okay, by the way, circling back to our last episode on the daycare thing, I thought it was ridiculous, but uh, a friend of mine works for the Cardinals, and I was telling him the story because I was asking him, like, do the Cardinals have the daycare situation? He's like, yeah, it's common. It used to be for, like, employees, but now it's only for players. And I was telling him about Middleton. I'm like, dude, how ridiculous is this? And he's like, actually, wait, I, so, do you know? Do you know the story? No. So I did swap. Not tell him the story. So Middleton, when he comes back to play for the Yankees, uh, his kids were invited down to the White Sox daycare because his kids became close with other players in the Sox children. So they have like a daycare for the players. Got like it. they could bring them and they'll leave them, and all the kid, all the players' kids are friends because they're in the daycare all the time. Is that bad? No, no, here. No, no, no. It's yeah. it's one of those where like so because they were coming back, you know, to play and the the White Sox players' children wanted to see their friends, mm-hmm. right? Oh. So they wanted to see Middleton's kids. So Middleton was told to bring his kids. He brought his kids, and they essentially got kicked out. Yeah, they said that we can't watch your kid because you're not a, on the White Sox anymore. Is what the White Sox like employees said. But what I learned is it's a liability issue. Because they're not employees anymore. So it's like if something were to happen, that's like, I, I actually get that. Like, the if the employees that said well, no. Well, did they try to drop him off or was it like a. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Because Middleton's mom was, I think she was the one who was so like. I, upset but about I do understand. Like, like, dude, understand okay. The, as a White Sox employee that are running like the daycare, I don't think you literally would lose your job. If like if that was strict liability rule, so I I kind of like backtracked on it, so I kind of get it now. I don't we I don't know if we know the true situation. Middleton's mom was obviously upset about it, right? I mean, so again, I think that's gonna be the hard part with a lot of this stuff is it's a he said, she said, and we're really not getting a second side. We're just kind of getting what they want to tell you. But let, with that being who, said, I who, still think it's fucking absurd. Yeah, who cares? We everyone knows. The culture in that building, in yeah. uh, the aura around the logo, is toxic. Oh, totally. Here, it's here, toxic. Yeah. Here's the other thing, right? If that's the only thing that happens, fine. Yeah. But then you get the no. That's his, a, that's true. Right? There, there's a hundred. There, it's there like is, that's the icing on the cake. There is so much smoke around yeah. that situation. Exactly. Like, exactly. It is. It is the perfect damn storm where his kid gets kicked out of. Yeah. Uh, Daycare. Yeah. His stuff isn't posted on the board. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> that was so funny. Come on now. Yeah. I No, I I get it. It's it's just, it's not good all around. It, it, what's crazy is like, this is just. How about Lance Lynn having, out, how, about, how about Lance Lynn having a sub 
two five ERA. I'm not shocked. He, all he does is throw four seam. Kendall fastballs. Graveman. Do we need to have how to pitch again? Do we need to have a uh, discussion about Ethan Katz? I think he's. I mean, dude, like, I want to. So I think this is a good segue. Let's talk about what we want in the next front office. Yeah, we have a very limited period of time where we get to. I say, be happy, dream, <laughs> and be happy, and let's make let's let's be happy about the White Sox and at least hope, add some hope to this season that was just. Beyond depressing. So who who do we want for the next baseball president operations role? Who do we want for the GM role? Is it one person or is it two? Okay. And who do we want to be the manager if not Pedro? Which I think we all agree that should be the case. Yep. Schwab, you want to start? Who do I want? Um, if I could have any if you're If you're Jerry Reinsdorf, who are you hiring? I called Theo and I say, "Here's a blank check, fill it out." Yeah, I can't. I'm not going to disagree with you. You can't. And I, like, well, I do. I think that's okay, such a reasonable wanna, thing. He wants I also want to be realistic here because Theo's never so, accepted dude, so a job with here, the White Sox. Tui, you got to listen. You got to remember, he was in Chicago for so long, and his kids have connections. That's such a powerful thing that his kids have relationships in Chicago. They, you got to parlay that, dude. You got to take advantage. He if. No way. If you gave he doesn't the, want to take a job for Jerry. If Are you, you kidding me? give Theo a blank check and say you could live in Chicago so, where your friends, your kids have all their friends and your wife here, loves the city. I can't see a scenario where where he's given the job if there's an understanding that he's going to lead he, the next ownership group. So that, that's, that is what maybe, I think. That, is, maybe. That, that is actually my hope. My hope is that I don't think Theo has the capital himself. But Theo has connections with people who have the capital. Where Theo becomes part wow. of the where Theo becomes part of the ownership group. Wow. Where, P, where Theo is not the majority owner, but Theo is He's effectively the boss. Is He's made, owner is, and boss. He's an owner and he effect he is he essentially if, runs. If we're it. talking about a public company, he's not on the he's on the board. Yeah, he owns twenty percent of the. He's on the board. It's, and he's it's the it's what Marlins did with Jeter a couple of years ago. Yeah, right. Where Jeter was a minority owner, but was essentially in charge of baseball. Baseball. I Theo's got more money. Happening. Theo's got money to put more on that, but like. So that's who you that's want. That's hundred percent. If I if I can get Theo as I would be happy. If I can get Theo as part of the ownership group and be the head of baseball, yes, thumb deal. Done, th- done, done deal. 100%. All right, Nikki. Who you got? Yeah, I mean, dude, that's hard to compete with. I I, I would love Theo just to better not that, take that, over. That is, if there's a situation where you can get Theo as the head of the White Sox, I think, like, so I, 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 I don't want to, dude, I, I think we're not putting enough emphasis on how, like, the how important the Chicago, like, you, only the White Sox can play that card because Theo's obviously not going back to the Cubs. So the right. only job, in my opinion, because he's in the front office, or he's works for the works commissioner's for office. Major League Baseball, yeah. The only job maybe he considers going back into a GM or president position so is the I, White Sox. I don't know if he, like, like legitimately, I don't know if he considers a baseball job unless he is part of the owner, unless he has a stake Correct. in the ownership. Here, here, so I think here. that's the, the only think way. I think that's the, the caveat. only way he's not working there. I guarantee there's not a chance in fucking hell 
So what's he, what's Theo's ideal job? He commissioner the, of baseball. The, yeah, the, pre, the president of the United States. No, <laughs> no, I'm yes, I'm definitely serious. Commissioner, of the United States. commissioner of but, baseball. But let's not forget, Bud Selig was an owner a lot long yeah. before he was a commissioner. And if Theo leads an ownership group for the White yeah, Sox, I, he pads his resume for commissioner. I am not a disagree. Does it for I twenty years? Pop- gets bought out and done. Dude, so here, here, here's my scenario. Okay. So that's Weasel, one A for we, I'll, Weasel. I'll accept that as my one A, but I got a very good one. Weasel Manfred just signed an extension to 2029. <laughs> Your boy. So Theo's not going to be the commissioner until 2030. That's seven years. You might as well run the White Sox until Weasel Manfred's done, and then you take the commissioner. Because as soon as Manfred done is done. Theo Epstein is going to be the commissioner of baseball. I and think I will put any amount of money on that. Any amount of money. We should send this clip to Theo. Dude, this just run genius. the way. This and is genius. Your family's in Chicago. Your kids are growing up in Chicago. They have their friends. It's ideal. Schwab, well done. I'm going to give you mine because Theo, if, if Theo got hired, that'd be my 1A too. But and I would, Theo I would, comes with smart. ownership, but Theo would come with ownership and see the only way it's going to happen. Do you, and that would be the biggest double win. Oh, it would be, it'd be unbelievable. I, I, can you imagine how fast he would clean house? I, like it oh, would be, it would be unbelievable. Aloy would be, he'd I be heard playing. firsthand stories of how, how it happened with the Cubs. <laughs> Dude, Aloy would be playing not in Chicago. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> Peter Bendix is my guy. Peter Bendix. Uh, who? Peter Bendix. Yeah, who's You guys that? don't know who Peter Bendix he, is? No. It, I'm sorry. Let me guess. What was that last Let name? Let me guess. Pick, I, Schwab, we've already had this Tampa conversation. Tampa Bay guy. Look at episode three. Listen to episode three of this year's season of White Sox Therapy. GM of the Tampa Bay Rays. I'm giving... <laughs> here's what I'm telling Peter Bendix. What do you think? He's probably making like... Do you know why we're going for Dayton Moore? It's budget. I'm probably making more than Peter Bendix. He's working in Tampa. The guy's probably making 130 grand. I would tell, (laughs) I would literally go to Peter Bendix and tell him, I will, I will double your salary. Not only am I going to double your salary, but your payroll is going to triple. Your pay, and Jerry doesn't even spend money, but it's because they spend no money in Tampa. And you, know you live in Chicago you know or Tampa. Kenny and Rick are getting nice golden parachutes, though. Dude, here's Dude, like so, it's too easy. So here's the Peter thing. Bendix. If you look there, go ahead, Schwab. So here, here, here's my thing. This was my my second guy from from Theo. It's not Peter Bendix. It's it's uh if I if I'm in charge of this, right, Jerry? How much are you willing to spend on the GM, President of Baseball Ops, whatever, whatever, whatever we want to call the guy, right? He gives me a number. I call the head of Tampa Bay. Hey, this is what my offer is. He turns me down. I go to the next guy. Hey, here's what my offer is. He turns me down. I just keep going down the list of fucking Tampa Bay Rays guys until one of them says yes because they're the best run organization in baseball. Oh, yeah, easily. So I'm just going to offer, like, I'm going to end up part of the seventh guy in the Rays, and he's probably, like, the ninth best GM prospect in baseball. I'm be okay with that. So they did a segment on the score, which I thought was great. He's like, the White Sox are an organization that's operated at about 75%, <laughs> which they noted was probably generous. And I was like, yeah, I'd give them a fucking like 40%. But he goes, if you think about 
player development, scouting, drafting, analytics. Like, you saw Justin Verlander call out the Mets analytics department. Yeah. What do you think would have happened if he came to Chicago? Uh, look at Lance Lynn. I was good. That was, that was my point. And like, Lance Lynn used to go after dudes in the so dugout you guys because got, of the defense shifting. You, yeah. got, you got franchises like the Astros and... They're and the Rays, and they're so advanced, they're operating at 110%. Yeah, the Rays have never like they don't have a high payroll, but they compete every single year because they got guys to replace the guys that they lost. Yeah, like 100%. Correa leaves Houston, like Jeremy Pena, all star the in almost entire time he was there, and then Jeremy Pena just somehow shows up <laughs> and is the, uh, the ALCS MVP. I mean, or something could, like that. You could say similar things about the Guardians with their pitching staff. The Guardians are a very well-run organization. Yeah. So, but yet we're looking at Kansas City. For why? Options. Why wouldn't you try to get like the Guardians GM? Have him because. All right. So, what's your guy's name? Peter Bendix. Peter. You better get to know it. He's going to be Ben Dix. Petey, Petey, Petey. My Bendix. <laughs> this dude, if he came into like double the money. For the White Sox, we would be dangerous. I, he would also I wanna, I clean house immediately. I want to bring. I think everybody, if, if like again, I, uh, you think I, Chris gets his? I texted you guys this, or I I posted it on Twitter, right? Like my first question, to anyone who I'm interviewing, would you keep Pedro? If he says yes, I'd be like, okay, next. <laughs> like anyone is <laughs> so a great so question. Anyone so done with Pedro? Anyone who's He's like so anyone who's like, I want to keep the status quo. I would keep this guy. Okay, thank you for coming in. I appreciate you interviewing. I no longer have interest in talking to you. Please send in the next candidate. If you don't want to get rid of everybody, if you don't want to change the whole thing, I've got no time for you. That'd be. Who do you got, JT? I want to bring someone home. I want to bring someone back to Chicago. He's been a highly regarded baseball executive for a long time. I want to bring Mike Rizzo back home. Let's go. And maybe I'm a little biased because he grew up in the neighborhood that my dad grew up in. Suds, I think that's the same for you. Yep. Um, Holy Cross High School. Holy Cross High School. I want to bring the Holy Cross boy. Mother Garen. I want to bring the Holy Cross boy home. (laughs) Bring Uh, him back from the nation. Garen does not exist anymore. Bring him back. Oh, Garen's done now, too. All right, well, I don't even know what school it is. So then. honestly, but think about this. So if Theo doesn't lead an ownership group, he's not taking the job. The, Mike Rizzo's dealt with whoever the owner is in D.C. Like, he couldn't sign anyone. He had to trade away Juan Soto. He had to trade yeah. away Bra- Bryce Harper. He offered him competitive deals. He's had a seat at the table a lot like the White Sox. But he's in Washington, D.C. That's not a market like the White Sox. We're a bigger market than Jerry just hasn't brought out the market because it's Jerry. He's running a business and not a professional sports team. I mean, I think Mike, if Mike Rizzo is probably one of the only people that can get along with Jerry, not change it too much until at least the next ownership group takes over. Cause I said it earlier, the team's going to be sold within two years. I would like Rizzo. I wouldn't be upset. I think it would be a fresh, a fresh start. 
Look, he's competed. He his guy, he's yeah. competed with nothing. He's never signed. They won the World Series. He yeah. gets aggressive too, which I I feel like yes. we've missed because what Adam he, Eaton going over to that team. Yeah, that was people don't like they look at what they gave up in Lucas Giolito, but Adam Eaton for that second half of that year. Well, in the World was, Series, he was and in, in the they won World the World Series. Series. Was outstanding. He was very and they won the World Series. Yeah, I mean that was a good trade for both sides. Doesn't it usually doesn't happen like that, but. I don't know. What do you think about Rizzo, Schwab? I, I'm, I'm in on Rizzo until you bring up the Andy in trade. Yeah, anyone who trades for Andy, Adam Eaton, I... <laughs> Dude, Adam Eaton was We've unbelievable, man. He was really Listen, good. But you and know they who, had a hole in right field. Do you know who Adam Eaton's hero is? Uh, Drake LaRoche. Damn straight. <laughs> Are we really out on Drake LaRoche, given Drake. everything we've just heard over the last week? Like, yes. that's where we're at? No, I'm still out on Drake LaRoche. Is Drake LaRoche will, 18 will, yet? That's... If he is, Nikki, you figured it out. That's why Jerry fired Rick and Kenny. Drake has turned 18. <laughs> they wanted to make sure we didn't draft Drake. Dude. You figured it out. Congratulations. You've, you, have, you, you have answered the question. All right. So I did appreciate when Kenny... Told Adam Adam LaRoche to get your your okay, ten year old son out got, of the dugout. Is Theo the GM? You know what Jimmy told Kenny to tell him to Schwabby, do that? Is, is Theo the GM, or is he the? He's not going to be the GM. At no, this I, point. I would Theo say will Theo will never be a GM so again. No, Theo I would tell is, Theo. The GM is, doesn't matter. My I don't GM want to do this. doesn't I, matter if my president of baseball ops is Theo. Okay, dude, I don't want to do this yeah, president right. of ops or GM. Just give me one guy who's making the decision. All right, so we all give a guy. Who do we want managing the 2024 White Sox? That's a great question. I'm gonna. I'll start off because I. Know I haven't right thought about that. this. Yeah, I said ahead. it earlier. I want AJ Prasinski. No, I think he kind of wants if, it. He's. I feel like he every episode of foul fan. territory. He's he, like he wants it. He's a fan. Yeah. And I feel like that's been rumored for a decent amount of time. Too. Look, everyone deserves a shot. I think, I don't know if it, the podcast stuff hurts him or helps him, but when I think back to the day, like when I think of AJ Presency, I think of running on a drop third strike. Yeah. <laughs> and the. It's good baseball. It, he always played, he always. He always played hard. He he does everything you want, at least White Sox fans want their team to do. Yeah. How much do we love that team in 2005? Why do we love them? Dude. They played fucking hard. They, they played, were cold-blooded, man. They were cold-blooded. They scraped by. They like they played baseball the right way. Yeah. And I think AJ, as a catcher, knows a ton about the game. And I think he has the personality and the maturity level at this point to really bring a group of guys together. And I want to make this point. I asked a professional athlete recently. I'm not going to say who, but well, that's no fun. He, he's, in a, he's in a professional locker room right now. It's not in baseball. But I was like, look, you hear all this stuff about culture around sports Twitter, especially we were talking about the White Sox and the Cubs. So I was like, look, you hear about all, about all this stuff about culture in the White Sox locker room. Does that even matter? I was like, you guys are getting paid so much money. Like, does it really matter? Yeah. Or does everyone just kind of show up and you expect everyone to do their jobs like you would at any other company in the U.S.? Right. And he goes, oh, it matters. He goes, unless you got the highest payroll in the league and everyone is so fucking good. Yeah. That 
it doesn't matter. You just show up and do your job. Like culture, absolutely 100% matters. Yeah. Schwab, you're a coach. What do you think? I mean, uh, but those guys are volunteering to be there. It's different. I'm, I'm, like, uh, yeah, guys, I mean, I get it, but there's a different. Like any team we grew up on, if if you hated everyone you played with, you probably yeah. weren't very good. But You're I want to know a in, in a professional locker room when everyone. But it's not a game. It's a business, and we say that it's a game to us, but it's a business for them. It's yeah. their livelihood, and so I want to know if it mattered if you're making that much money if you liked each other. Yeah, okay, and he fair, goes. Yeah. Without a doubt, unless you got insane talent, yeah, that's fair. That's then fair. it that is what bring makes champions. Yeah, and I mean, he, I, and he, I was wa- just he won a Stanley yeah. Cup. Yeah, so it was a hockey player. Um, Schwab, who's I, your who's your manager, or do you want to talk about culture? Well, I think Ozzy's talked a lot about culture. Where, yeah, like he was kind of the guy who who led that culture. Um, so I do think it's important. Um, I don't know if I've got a strong feeling because so many of the guys that I wanted previously have been hired. Um, you know, I was interested in AJ Hinch and uh, Bruce Bochy. Were I the, thought you were right going to say guys. Pedro Grafal. Nope, Pedro was not on my uh, was not on my short list or my long list. Dude, by AJ Hinch, I know I'm jumping in here. He's been doing a phenomenal job. I mean, the fact that Detroit's like eight games ahead of us. Did AJ Hinch with that sign Javi Baez, though? No, that was no. the GM. I, I don't know. I, maybe. Because I, maybe no. all I remember is when. I would, I would take Detroit, him to Nebraska. When Detroit, GM. all the Cubs fans loved Javi Baez. And when Detroit signed him for $175 million, I did like a celebratory dude, dance. Dude, I was like, we get to face this guy for the next so 10 bad. years? Detroit, I mean, that ruined his career. He can't. You can't That's hit 360 those... to the power alleys anymore. Every single one of those Cubs guys, though. Chris yeah. Bryant, Javi, Rizzo, they've all. I mean, that was uh, Theo, Jed. They got out They got out at the right time, uh, to their credit. Um, again, so, like, the managers that I wanted were all hired. Um, the one guy that I'm still shocked hasn't got a managerial spot is Sandy Alomar Jr. You want Sandy? Do I got to play back the Sandy clip from last year? What was the Sandy clip from last year? That was from Greece. I'm going to play it back. Oh, yeah, Because okay. you, you said the same. Uh, dude, Sandy's my guy. Yeah, we shit on him. Sandy yeah. is, Sandy's my guy. Um, dude, the fact Sa- that he Sandy? hasn't gotten a spot yet makes yeah. me think he's probably not. But Sandy, Sandy's a guy. Sandy I've been worries me about a guy. Doesn't who, that concern you? He worries me For that sure, he's a guy. And that's that why I wouldn't. He'll get it. So, yeah. That's the guy that you're picking right now. But. Also, you're not sure because he hasn't gotten a job in First off, like 15 years. I I still I still will contend that the baseball manager is the least important head coach of any sport. And basketball? Are you fucking kidding me? Yes, uh, basketball coach important. is significantly more important than a baseball yeah, manager. Yeah, for sure. No way. Phil Jackson. 100%, it's not even close. Dude, watch but the. But my the my contention will be that the Sox have managed the fire to fight to hire. The last two guys who are so much we're, we're stopping at two below. Well, <laughs> wait. I mean, so Ricky, are we? Are we listen, like Tony and and Pedro's are a special kind of hate. So is Ricky Retoria like a good manager in our minds now? 
No, but he is so much better than Tony and Pedro. I'm so confused what a manager looks like. I celebrated the he's day gone he got fired. And I, I think we like, all did. Oh, we're going to hire AJ Hinch. This is so much better. Like, Ricky was so bad with the bullpen and pitching decisions. But yet, I would I would go back to Ricky in a heartbeat. So, that, take it back. It's no longer Sandy. It's I want to bring Ricky back. Let Ricky <laughs> oversee the next rebuild. And there we'll fire go. Ricky in two years. <laughs> That's Theo's playbook. <laughs> Dude, what if Theo hired Ricky to do the rebuild again? <laughs> Ricky rebuild. <laughs> That's a great shirt. I would have put it on there. Disgruntled fans. Ricky rebuild. <laughs> Robin, I'm actually going to make a shirt of this. Robin, Ricky, Tony, Pedro. Tie me on the tracks and leave me there. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is a disaster. All right, here's my guy. Kevin Cash. You notice the theme? Yeah. Manager of the Tampa Bay Rays. What's Kevin Cash making? $80,000? He's making they, more than... You, 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 the Rays, me. look at the Rays. You're living in La La Land. Jerry is, Jerry's cheaper than the Rays. He just has a bigger budget, so he has to spend Dude. it. I would just go to, t- I, like, why can't you just go to Kevin Cash and the say, The Rays have given out a hundred, a hundred plus million dollar deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that where we're going? <laughs> no, we're not going there. We're not talking about that tonight. <laughs> Dude, this is, seriously though, what, why, if, if you interviewed Kevin Cash, I don't know how that works if you're allowed to, if he's still in our contract, but I would just tell him, I will literally just double your salary. <laughs> Triple. Dude, think about it. It's like Grandal is making eight. What's Grandal making this year? 18, 19 million. Like the, if we DFA'd Grandal right now, like the remaining salary, I guarantee you is more than what Kevin Cash is making. <laughs> I'm, dude, I, you're laughing. I'm dead serious. Calculate it out. It's probably like 3 million. But I, I bet do you. We, do we save anything if we. DFA. No, nothing. But my point is, like, if you're like fine DFAing and eating three million, why not just pay? Just pay. But the, the, it's Kevin both cash. cash it's both million. cash out. You're in a constant. No, I get. I, I, but I, my that's my point is like, if you're willing to pay like Yasmani Grandal eighteen million, invest in the manager. You know, <laughs> like I don't know what what. As Schwabi says, it's the least important manager in sports. That's a good point. Which I Schwabie, totally Schwabie would argue with, with me on. I totally disagree. What do you guys think Kevin Cash is making? What do you think Pedro Grafal is making? I don't want it. Honestly, I don't want to know because I could have done the same fucking thing. Yeah, you just would, by showing up to the stadium would, every would have day. done better. I don't know how you could do worse, frankly. All right, boys, we we gotta we gotta wrap this thing up. Schwabi, I'm gonna start with you. Give me. Let's wrap this thing. We've been way too negative tonight. I know misery loves company. Give me some positive thoughts. Give me some PMA to close this thing out. I think the positive is very easy. Um, Rick and Kenny are gone. Like, end of the day, regardless of who they hire, there at least is hope that the next guy, whether it be Theo, whether it be Chris Getz. Hope in the current moment, right? Yeah. But what I mean, but like regardless, like they were so bad. If you have Chris, Get- if you hire Chris Guest, you're gonna have hope. I don't know if you'll be Kenny happy, and but. Rick were so bad. Rick has been GM for how long? Uh, Eleven years. Uh, you want to look and at the he back of had, my shirt? 
He has had how many seasons over 500? Let's just read it. All right, so I'm going to read off some stats off off uh, Sudsy's shirt here for Fire Rick. One full season over 500. fans. Lincoln one B- AL Lincoln Central B- Championship. Zero, zero AL Championships. Zero World Series. Two and five playoff record. Traded Fernando Tetis. Hired Ricky Renteria. Hired Tony La Russa. Hired the Royals bench coach. This shirt is so fantastic. It ends with loser. So regardless of what I'll buy you one. do. <laughs> I got to even if it's even in retrospect, I'll buy one. Even if it's Gats, which would be a failure in in my mind, and I think in most. How much like worst case scenario is they hire Chris Gats? Yeah, right? that's worst case scenario. Anyone they hire is probably more qualified, better than Chris Gats. Worst case scenario is they hire Chris Gats. How much worse can Chris Gats be than what Rick did? You can't get worse. JT, give me we some PMA. You turn into like give me bottom some, feeder. Like give me some P- shellfish or something. Yeah, give me give me some right, PMA. Listen, JT, you, you asked for so, positive thoughts. There aren't many. My, my PMA is at this moment we have hope. Hope. Hope is alive, which it hasn't been for a while. I mean, I kind of just want to take a picture of you and throw it on a shirt with hope <laughs> on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I tried I tried very hard to even when they were just atrocious the first month of the season and then they were atro- they were never they were always atrocious this year and somehow we stayed in the in the race here's here's my positive thoughts we just lost our GM yep we got an owner that's really ready to sell in the next few years and we are in the worst division in there you baseball. Go. That's true. And it's with not going to no get no one that's going to spend yeah. money. Well done. If we can bring in someone, something, even bring in bring in no one and just let let life happen, we will be better than where we were at. Yeah. Well done, JT. Here's my PMA. We're going to get a new GM in. I think it's going to be from the outside. I, I think Jerry's going to surprise us. Maybe Rizzo. Rizzo's getting some, there's some smoke tonight about him. <laughs> I'm going to pull out, I'm going to hold out hope for Theo. Maybe my guy, Peter Bendix. <laughs> we'll see. But here's the most important thing. When that new GM gets hired, he's going to roll into next year with the first pick overall. Because we're going to finish in the bottom three. And we're going to win that lottery. We're going to set sports history when all Chicago teams end up with the first pick. I like it. Is that possible? It's it's a possible. Hawks, oh, Hawks, ba- Hawks, Hawks did it. Bears, Bears did it. Sox. Well, not Bull, all. Bulls did Three it. Three of five. Wow. I that'd forgot be, that the Bears had it because they traded it. And yeah. the Schwabby. <laughs> I just saw a sign, my friend. There we go. And we. Wait. Nat, like Major League or. Like professional sports in America are better when Chicago's on the map. Oh yeah, that's why it might be. Maybe that weasel's got some weasel things up his sleeve. He's got the know. frozen envelope. Would you? Let, let me ask you this question: Would you watch a Mets Yankees like World showdown series? till the end? No. What like a World Series? Yeah, yeah, I would watch a Yankees Mets World I, Series. I don't watch a lot of World Series unless yeah. I know the team. Like I want one of the teams. Right. Like, if I see a city showdown, yeah. I'm in. Oh yeah. 
I'm Cubs watching Sox? That. Yeah. Oh. You think we'll see one, a Cubs Sox? Last thought. You think we'll see a Cubs Sox World Series in our lifetime? That would be incredible. <laughs> the city would burn down. I don't I don't think we do. <clears throat> that would be that would be I mean, I mean a couple at this years rate, ago, remember when we both started off hot in April and we were both like yeah. three games or four games up and we we're like Sox Cubs World Series. I, I'm pretty sure that was uh twenty sixteen when we traded Fernando Tatis. If I gotta bring up bad memories. James Shields, oh my god. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> On that note, we got to wrap this up, boys. JT, Schwab, thanks for coming over tonight. Live pod. I don't know. Maybe we'll get two more in for the season. I know well, we're going to have we're going to have one when the next when the GM hire comes out. Yeah, for sure. And we'll, we we should do, we'll one, do one before the offseason. Yeah, we'll, we'll do one to kind of wrap up the year. So yeah. we'll, I, I think we got two, two or three more left on the agenda. Unless something, I mean, I don't know how we can be in the news more than we have been the that's last true. three weeks. I so. mean, for a team that's 30 games under, they they surely give us a lot to talk about. <laughs> Schwabby, opener tomorrow. How you feeling, my man? Right now, I'm feeling good. <laughs> uh, no, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, long bus ride, but we're looking forward What's to it. What's the first play of the game? Oh, uh, I don't think she'll tell you. It's, don't worry, uh, I don't think you're inside zone. <laughs> yeah, Nikki will post it. Nikki, after Nikki won't be posting in time. It's uh, first play of the game. Oh, you got it scripted first drive. Yeah, I got the first. I got the first nine plays scripted. Uh, we're opening with spread wing left, uh, inside zone left. Wabi, strap it down. White Sox therapy's own the Schwab, gentlemen. You guys are awesome tonight. What a night. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. See ya.